Hi, I'm Michelle Vickers. And I'm Christine Beverly. Welcome to the Consciousness Insider. This week we have another wonderful question from Stephanie and Stephanie writes to us, Hi Michelle, I'm working through sifting old patterns and dynamics when it comes to me and my family. I feel like there have been positive changes in the last year, but then recently a couple of conversations turned into an argument and I feel like it all comes crashing down. I feel so triggered by certain members of my family and I know there is a lot to unearth here and a lot of opportunity for personal growth and seeing truths. But I can't help but feel defeated. I have finally come to learn to be proud of who I am and I respect our differences, but I know I'm not respected in return. This impacts not only myself, but my husband and my children. I've said this before, and I know this may sound harsh, but if I wasn't related to them, I wouldn't keep them in my life. The relationships just don't feel good. There is such an immense presence of negativity in their conversations and their energy and attitudes towards me, and it doesn't feel good to participate or be around it. How can I help myself to stay calm and collected around them while working on all of this? I'm so disappointed in how much I allowed myself to react to these recent arguments, and I feel like I completely lost my head. This is not something I'm proud of and not who I want to be. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer this. Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. You know, these are, these are really great questions, but what I, I think, you know, I don't even think you realize how common this is. This is, you know, across the board. I, I haven't met a person that I've worked with yet around there in the whole world that doesn't have issues in the family dynamics. Absolutely. I've had my own. Yeah. And, and especially when you're working to evolve yourself, you know, those issues escalate because you're becoming a different person and they're not sure where they fit in your life anymore. So they have two ways of reacting. Either they're going to uh, choose to support you and watch in wonder, or they're going to attack. And what I mean by attack is when we feel threatened, we go on attack mode. We go into defensive mode. So defensive mode can be a lot of things. It can be, you know, trying to cut the other person down so they don't feel so good about where they're going because then they'll stop. Or it can be undermining that work before it even happens, right? So, you know, you could be talking about something you want to do and they're going to undermine it. But for you, it's really cool because what I'm feeling from your family is it's a really deep restlessness and it's a dynamic that's been there. They're showing me it's been there for about 80 or 90 years in the evolution of your, of your family line. So, you know, that's really cool to understand that this isn't just your burden to carry. This is a dynamic that your family has been holding on to really for so many years that it, it pulls and it drags at all of your ability for growth. So ultimately for the last, you know, for the last decade in particular, you've chosen to recognize how much this dense energy, you're just not interested in it anymore. You know, you're not interested in the politics of your family. And, you know, I rarely <laughs> want to touch on politics because it's so not a comfortable thing to talk about. But at the end of the day, there's politics in your family. Uh, it's like rules and dynamics that everyone's supposed to, and I'm using, you know, 
I'm, I'm really thinking air quotes when I'm saying that. Everyone's supposed to show up in a certain way. And then when they show up, they also have certain roles that they have to play and they have to fulfill. And, you know, it's kind of like that that old dynamic, you know, in the 50s where it was pink or blue. Like there was these are pink jobs and these are blue jobs. You, do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. So your family dynamic is still... There's a lot of people in your family that need to hold on to that because it gives them that feeling of security. Mm. And ultimately, when you started really going into your own journey and discovering what works for you and what doesn't, you realized just how much of what they were doing and what they wanted you to do wasn't actually where your heart was. And you were... And most importantly, you were noticing that because you weren't thriving when you were fulfilling those roles. Yeah, makes sense? It does. It really makes sense. So yeah. that's when you started to change. And the moment you started to change, now you're changing the dynamics of your family. And they're not happy because, again, you're taking their comfort away. So that security is now gone because they don't know, first of all, they don't know how to interact with you, what to say, what not to say. So they're still trying to do it the old way because they're hoping you're going to come back on board. But their deeper fear, and this is important for you to understand in the big picture, because when you understand someone's fear, then you can help not fire it up. Does that make sense? Like you can help use words, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, but their deeper fear is that all that work that they spent their whole life working on, that whole dynamic that they fed into, that they put every single bit of their energy into, their money, their time, their effort, was it worthless? Because if you're not gonna do it the same way, was theirs worthless? Does that make sense? Holy smokes. It does. It's big. It's significant because it changes an entire It's not just changing the dying generation. generation. You are literally, potentially wiping out everything that was done before. And now you see why the fear isn't just frustration on the surface. It is a... Right to the core. To the core of, does that mean that my whole life was worthless? It's good stuff. The, this message is huge. And I feel like so many people, because I've never, they've never shared it with me in this way, which is amazing. And I feel like so many people are going to thrive um, and, and really be able to, you know, change the way that they approach their family and yes. the dynamics. So thank you for asking this question. This is amazing. Um, so what they're saying is, you know, instead of worrying about how you're acting and reacting and being angry and frustrated with how your family is acting, you have to do your best to see more of the bigger picture and allowing everyone to still have a role. Because a lot of the time when we focus on our own, our own journey and our own transformation or what is important to us, because we know um, and I, I talk about that a lot. Like when you focus on what's right for you, everything else falls into place. But you also need to have awareness of the other people because, you know, you, you talked about respect and, mm -hmm. you know, you respecting them and them not respecting you. 
But there is respect where we use our words and we say, you know, you can do whatever you want and I'm fine with that. That's not really respect. That's a whole bunch of words that we put together that make us feel like we're respecting another person. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Respect is holding a space for another human being to have their own experience, period. Yeah. That's respect. Yeah. And when we embody that for another human being, we open the door to allow them to reciprocate. But it can't happen overnight. So first and foremost, you can't respect another human being if you don't respect yourself. So always, always, always start with respecting yourself. So for you, Stephanie, you know, you're getting, you have a stronger concept of what respect actually means, but your execution of how you embody it, that's the word they're using. So it's, you know, how you allow it to, to flow around you, to flow through you to others. It's, it's still a bit shaky. It's still a bit rocky because you're filtering it through, you're filtering it through your mind and all the things that have happened to you. So what, whatever that person has done to you or whatever past history you have with that person or that experience, you're filtering your respect right now through that. So what your soul is saying really importantly right now is this is the time for you to learn how to embody respect for yourself and allow yourself to hold that same energy for other people because that's really as human beings you know we're souls that are designed to if we come into connection with another soul we're designed to hold space to have an experience together that's how it works if you have a child if you get married you know the intention is to come together to create an experience together together which means everyone has their own role to play now it's tricky because we're also dealing with that old heavy dynamic of everything needs to be done this way. But we have to remember when you come into this world with no recollection of who you are as a soul, because our going back two and three generations, that's how everyone was coming in and they, they weren't allowed, they weren't allowed to recognize who they were. They had to get the job done. They were going through the depression. They were going through war. You know, they were going through things, annihilation. It was, they were always challenged with annihilation. And so their theory is, this is what you need to do to survive. And then when you've got your survival down, then you can thrive in different areas, but it's always a calculated risk. So our now, you know, this new generation in the past, 30, 40 years, there's been so many more souls coming in that are more aware and are choosing to follow that part of their journey more than anything because they want to be more fulfilled. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does for sure. And in order to do that, they have to go against this other generation and their philosophy, their, mm. you know, their, their values. And that's really where this loggerhead, so to speak, is, is coming from. It's not coming from wanting to harm someone else. It's not coming from, you did it wrong. We're going to do it right. It's more because the reality is, you know, most of us who are on this journey and becoming more aware, we have no idea what we're doing. And we have to keep trying things to, to evolve and see how it all works. But 
It doesn't mean that it's comfortable for us. It also doesn't mean it's comfortable for them. And as much as there's not an us in them that I like to feed, in this case, that it really is that dynamic. And if you can allow yourself to become more calm and really, what's the word I'm feeling? Comfortable, more calm and more comfortable in who you are and what you're creating instead of needing them to get it. Or because right now in your life, it feels like you're still, you're not quite beating them over the head with get this, this is what I'm doing, but it's, there's a lot of push and pull. And when you stop pushing and pulling, there's nothing for them to hook into. There's nothing for them to hang on to. There's nothing for them to pull because you're no longer pushing. Make sense? It makes so much sense. It's a complete shift in how you be and show up. 100%. And, yeah. and I've done it in my family. So have um, I. And there's, there's certain relationships it's worked and there's other relationships that it hasn't worked. And, you know, you're going to have to find what works for you. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we, we can't, we can't control what other people do and it's not our job and we're not meant to, you know, just because it's family doesn't mean they're going to come along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And it's remembering that, you know, you talk about if they weren't family, you would leave them, you know, you wouldn't have them in your life. And what, what's wrong with that? I mean, I know that a lot of people may have a comment about that, but at the end of the day, you have to respect yourself. And when you do, you will attract people that respect you. And that's your family. You know, to me, there's no greater gift that you can give another person than to allow them to be who they are. And if you can surround yourself with those people, your life is going to be rich and it's going to be full. So the first thing you need to do is really and truly focus on respect live it, learn it, feel it. And you're going to know, you're going to know the moment you slip out of it because someone's going to come at you. So it could be your children. It could be your husband, your friends. It doesn't matter. Respect is there. And when you hold it, it's, it's there. And it's really cool because when you hold it for someone else who's choosing not to, to reciprocate, you're instantly aware and you have the ability to stay that in that calm, content, grounded place where you can then say to that person reasonably what's going on why are you feeling so frustrated why are you feeling so literally you know and you hold that space in that relationship and it allows that person to have a completely and entirely different experience because now you're talking to them on their level you're talking to them in, in a way that it makes sense to them. You know, what's important to them is being addressed. So they're no longer feeling whatever someone feels when they're not respected. I, I mean, the list is huge and long. We don't need to go into all of them, but that makes sense, right? Yes, it does make sense. Awesome. Yeah. It's that big picture of, you know, universal respect. There's, there's no, it's not like respect your elders and, you know, do as you say. It's, um, it's holding space for another human being to be who they are. And when you do that, it allows that person to evolve. And, and that's really, you know, I would say that's a huge part of what this show is all about.
really at the end of the day. Yeah, when I when I first started working with you and you started talking about respect, universal respect, not what we believe and have been taught. Yeah. My depth of introduction to that was in your book, Believe, that whole chapter in respect. And when I dove into that with a completely open mind and heart to really understand what you're talking about, yep. because the words didn't make sense, but the energy in the book and the energy of what you wrote, yep. I don't know, it started to make sense and it really started to sink in. Yeah. Um, so that was my first deeper appreciation for what universal respect meant. It's so. It's, and it's different because a lot of us were taught, this is what respect is, this is yes. what love is, this is what compassion is. And the reality at the end of the day is, it's the reality is very different from what we were taught as children. So yeah, yeah you, can, you can get a copy of Believe um, on all major booksellers online too. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the other thing that I love too, you always, every in all the work uh, that I've been doing with you and what you often share with a lot of the viewers is coming back to the big picture. Yeah. Yes. And what I really, um, you know, resonated with that and uh, Stephanie's experience was there's our family, but then there's also our friends and always bringing it back to focusing on what we need to do for ourselves and what's best for ourselves. Because so many of us, including myself, have focused that you start on this journey to, to change your life and do really good things. And then it feels like people around and outside you are, you know, criticizing, commenting, resisting, holding you back, whatever. And so then I start to focus on my frustration on how they're treating me. Yes. And that's not appropriate. It's all about focusing on the big picture, yeah. where I'm going, who I wanna be, uh, who I wanna become, and just keep focusing on that. Right, but not to the detriment of other people, right? Because that's right. where some people take it <laughs> and yeah. they run with it like, in spite I'm, of them. I'm more important and I'm gonna do this in spite of everything. Yes. And that's not, that's not what we mean. When we say big picture, it just makes it really simple. Like for me, my big picture is, you know, I, I wanna enjoy who I am. I wanna enjoy who I am, which means that I need to discover who I am so I can enjoy it. And in doing so, you know, if, if there are certain people that don't fit in with that, it's really simple because if that person asks, you know, do you wanna do this or do you wanna to get together? it's against my big picture. And I look at it and I go, it's, it's not really a good fit right now, you know, and it may change in a week and it may change in a day and it could change in a year. I don't know, but it allows me to have a map that lets me know what's important and what's not important. So yeah. thank you so much, Stephanie, for letting us get nice and deep and in there with respect today. That was brilliant. And really learning that what the actual issue is that it's that, generational uh, like was my life not worth it like i can't even it's brand new for me so thank you i love it when you guys ask questions i get to learn on a universal level which is amazing thank you so so much thank you so much stephanie and to everyone who joined us today i hope that you enjoyed this episode and were able to um, connect with aspects of it that you can relate to and apply to your life. And if you'd like to have your question answered by Michelle, please visit the michellevickers.com website, Consciousness Insider page. And at the bottom, there's a form to fill out with your question and submit that. And hopefully in one of the upcoming episodes, we will feature your question. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now.